episode it's the bonus episode hey now i know i said i was going on a break but i didn't want to leave y'all hanging without another story this week and i'm super super excited about this story because it was in collaboration with my friends over at stories podcast and if you aren't listening to stories podcast go on over there and listen right after you listen to this episode because they are amazing shout out to dan and amanda for asking me to write this story so Because this is a bonus episode, it's going to sound maybe a little different than like what you're used to, you know? So first, let me ask you this. Have any of you out there listening ever heard of the story about Hansel and Gretel? Raise your hand if you have. And if you haven't, that's totally okay. Because today, I'm going to present my version of Hansel and Gretel that's called Hala and Gigi. I hope you like it. Let's go! Okay, let's take you back to the early 2000s. You know, around the time when the internet made crazy loud noises while it was starting up, and your sneakers had a singular wheel on the heel that allowed you to skate around the mall. Yeah, those times. Back then, there were a set of twins named Hala and Gigi. They lived with their dad in a busy city, with cars and buses honking every five seconds, corner stores that sold the best breakfast sandwiches, and buildings that looked as tall as the sky. Their dad was a mechanic, one of the best in the city, so everyone brought their cars to the shop all the time. After years and years of working day in and day out, their father grew ill and was unable to keep up with the business. Money was scarce, and some nights it was hard to keep food on the table. Some nights, Hala and Gigi had to eat the pizza crust they saved from three nights ago, just so they wouldn't go hungry. It got really hard, and the twins were always hungry. Then, there were some days where there was no food to eat at all. One night, Gigi woke up out of her sleep with an idea. She ran to her brother's room to wake him up. Hala! Hala! She whispered. Oh, yeah, gee, what do you want? It's one in the morning, he said. We gotta go find food. We haven't eaten in days, and Dad is getting weaker and weaker by the day. Get up, get up, she insisted. Now, can't this wait until the morning? Hala said and rolled over to the other side of his bed. No, if we go now, we can go to a corner store, sneak in the back, grab some food, and bring it home. No one will know, and that's why we have to go now. Come on, come on, get up, get up, get up, she said, and proceeded to shake him. Okay, okay, I'm awake. 
he said. They got dressed, tiptoed downstairs, and quietly opened the back door to head out into the alley. They decided to head to the first corner store that was across the street from their house. The light was still on inside, so they ran around to the back to see if they could sneak in and grab just a pack of cookies, but the door was chained shut. They ran to the next corner store, and this one was popping. It was the late night spot, so all of the teenagers were in there hanging out after a fun night out of the movies. The twins decided not to take a chance and go in because surely someone would see them. They tried every store in their neighborhood, and nothing was working out. Their stomachs grumbled. They just really wanted something to eat. Far in the distance, across the train tracks, there was a light flickering. What's that light over there? Hala asked Gigi. I don't know, but we shouldn't go over there. You know we can't cross the railroad tracks, Gigi responded. Come on, we should go. No one will know. Don't be a scaredy cat. You're the one who pulled me out of bed in the first place, he teased. I'm not being a scaredy cat. I'm just... What's that smell? Gigi asked. Smells like fresh bread, Hala sniffed. Their noses pointed them into the direction of the flickering light. Gigi, we gotta get over there. There's food. I can smell it, Hala said excitedly and took off running across the train tracks. Gigi slowly shuffled along behind him. Hala, wait, don't run so fast. Remember, you didn't even want to come in the first place, and now we're rushing off to an unknown place? Who does that? And what if we can't find our way back? She asked. Uh... You're right. Oh, 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 I know. I got a pack of stale Skittles from last Halloween in my back pocket. I could just put them down and make a trail. They're colorful, so we'll be able to use them to find our way back, Hala said. We're hungry and you had Skittles this entire time? Hand them over, Gigi yelled, trying to snatch the Skittles from him. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. These are a year old. They're super stale and hard now. Look, and we try to bite them, they'll break a tooth. Look, listen, trust me. We'll just put them down on the ground so we can find our way back and hopefully we can find some food. Come on, now let's go. We gotta follow the bread smell. And the two started to walk across the train tracks in search of the freshly baked bread. They carefully placed the Skittles down in a trail behind them. But little did they know... The street rats behind them were gobbling them up one by one as they were walking. So, there weren't any Skittles left. Letting their noses lead them, they made it to the smell. It was coming from this small house that was standing alone in an open field. Or what seemed to be an old parking lot. You could tell that there used to be houses and buildings surrounding it, but this was the last one standing. They walked up to the front and saw a little old woman inside taking bread out of the oven. They didn't want her to see them, so they quickly scurried around to the back of the house. To their surprise, they saw a big basket of fruit and vegetables sitting there. Hala, without any hesitation, ran over and grabbed a mango and started to go to town on it. He bit into that thing as if it was the best mango he had ever had. Gigi picked up what she thought was an apple, but it was actually a tomato. And she chewed that tomato up as if it was the best thing she had ever eaten. 
Hala and Gigi started to feast on this little old lady's produce. Nothing else mattered to them. They were filling their bellies and did not care about anything else. Suddenly, they heard the door fling open. Who's back there? Show yourself. It was the old woman from inside the house. The twins grabbed what food they could and ran around to the other side to hide. The old woman came around to the back and saw that all of her produce had been eaten and there was a mess everywhere. Who ate my food? Who did it? This was for my big roast. Oh, it took me weeks to collect all of this and now it's gone. Was it a squirrel? Oh, oh, maybe it was a fox. Oh, sadly, I have nothing to eat for the coming weeks, the old lady said to herself. The twins heard her cries and started to feel bad about eating her food. So they tiptoed from around the side of the house and revealed themselves. Hi, um, uh, sorry, but it was us that ate your food. Gigi said to the woman. Yeah, we're from across the tracks and we haven't eaten in so long and we smudged delicious bread and made our way here. We're so, so sorry. Please don't be mad at us. We can fix this. We, we can go out and, and find you some more food, ma'am. Hollis started to ramble. The old woman looked at the two and said, Oh, precious ones, is this all right? You know what? Come inside and have some of my bread if you like. The twins smiled and nodded their heads yes and followed the old woman into the home. The air inside was warm and cozy, and it smelled like fresh bread and peppermint. The two walked over to the table and started to sit down when the old woman said, Uh, 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 not so fast. You, my dear boy, follow me. And she led him into this giant wire box looking thing. All of a sudden, this house didn't feel so warm and cozy anymore. Step inside, young boy, the woman said. Uh, no, I'm okay. Uh, can I please sit at the table with my sister? Hala asked frightenedly. No, my sweet child. You will spend your night in here. And she pushed him into the box and locked the door. Stop! Let him out! Let him out! Gigi said, running over. Oh, get back, you little bugger. Go in and grab that mop and that bucket and get to cleaning. Since you both came to my home and decided to trespass and steal my food, you both will pay, the old woman said with bloodshot eyes. Let my brother out now! Gigi screamed. Ugh! And the old lady pushed her to the ground. Do as I say. Start cleaning. And now you, my sweet boy. Did you enjoy the mangoes and the berries? Or would you like to have some bread to go with that? She asked Hala. Hala didn't move or say a word. Oh, you have nothing to say now, huh? Well, that's fine. I'm just going to plump you up. You'll get hungry again. And once you are fat enough, I'm going to use you to make my little boy roast. <laughs> the evil old woman laughed. 
The twins were super scared. They had no way to escape out of this house and from the clutches of this evil old woman. Get to work, little bugger. I'm going to be back for you, my sweet boy. And she left the room. Gigi ran over to the box and tried to yank it open, but it wouldn't budge. There were heavy chains all around it, and it seemed like Hollow was going to be stuck inside forever. The sun started to rise, and the twins had no way out. Days started to pass, and Gigi was busy cleaning the house from top to bottom as the old woman instructed. Hala started to grow hungry as the days went on. His stomach grumbled, and each passing day, the bread looked more and more appetizing. One late evening, the old lady handed him a slice, and after days of denying it, Hala took a bite. No! No, Hala! Gigi yelled. Hush, you bugger! Oh, that's right, young boy. Tasty, isn't it? Now that you've taken a bite, you will not be able to stop, and I will fatten you up and make you my stew. <laughs> Enjoy, my boy. Enjoy. He doesn't have to eat all of that, you you old lady. Holla, don't eat anymore, Gigi yelled. I can't stop. Oh, it's so... Good, Hollis said, kind of in a trance. Now, little bugger, if you would just mind your business, we won't have any problems. He's going to eat this bread and be just fine. Now, go get rid of the dust bunnies. They're making me sneeze. <laughs> she sneezed. The old woman sneezed so hard that her glasses flew off her face and landed into a hot pot of grease that was on the stove. My glasses! Oh, rats, I cannot see without them. Well, luckily, this is my house and I know my way around. Bugger, get over here. Lead me to my room, the old woman ordered Gigi. She walked over and took the old lady by the hand and led her to the bed. Days continued to pass, and Hala couldn't stop eating the bread. Gigi grew hungrier and hungrier because the old lady wouldn't give her anything to eat, just Hala. Each morning, the old woman would check Hala's finger to see how big he was getting. Once he was at a size to her liking, she was gonna turn him into stew, or roast, whichever one she decided. One day, while Gigi was sweeping, she came up with this great idea. Psst, Hala, look, this broom is made of straw, she said to him. Okay, and he responded with a mouthful of bread. Hear me out, let's try this. Next time she comes out to check your finger, use this piece of straw. She won't know because she can't see, remember? Gigi said. Okay, and then what? Hala asked. I don't know. Maybe she'll change her mind and let you out. I haven't thought that far yet. Look, I don't know how much bigger she wants you to get, bro. So let's just see what she does if she thinks you're not actually getting bigger. 
Maybe she'll think her plan isn't working and she'll let us go, Gigi said optimistically. Whatever you say, sis. Okay, all right. Give me a piece of straw. And Gigi pulled a piece off the broom and handed it to Hala. The old woman stumbled out of her room and Gigi ran over to the corner to make it look like she had been cleaning all morning. Ah, good morning, sunshine and bugger. Another lovely day to check your finger. Give it here, she said to Hala. Hala looked at Gigi and Gigi gestured to the piece of straw. Hurry up! Give me your finger, the old woman said. Hala stuck the piece of straw through the opening and the old woman grabbed it. She felt around and had a perplexed look on her face. Oh, oh, no, this is not good. You were losing weight. Hmm. Here, eat more bread. I'll be back later to check again. And the old woman hobbled away. I really wish there was some way we could just lock her in this box forever, Hala said, plopping down on the floor. If we ever get that chance, we gotta go for it. Okay? You with me? Gigi asked her brother. He nodded, and Gigi went back to cleaning. With each passing day, the old woman would come and check Hala's finger, and each day he stuck out the piece of straw. This made the old woman grow furious and frustrated. You know what? I cannot wait any longer. Come here, you little shrimp. And the old woman flung open the door to the box that Hala was in. Knowing that the old woman couldn't really see much of anything, Hala quickly ran out of the box and screamed to his sister, Gigi, it's time! Let's go! Push her! And the old woman couldn't see what was happening around her, so Gigi and Hala got behind the old woman and with all of their might pushed her towards the box. No! No! Get off of me! Get off me! She screamed. They tussled back and forth, and Hala stuck out his foot to trip the old woman, and she fell into the box. They continued to push her, and they rolled her body into the box, shut the door, and locked it. Let me out of here! Let me out of here! The old woman screamed. Gigi and Hala didn't waste any time, and they darted out of the house and never looked back. They ran towards the train tracks and looked down and suddenly noticed that their trail of Skittles were not there. They started to panic. But then, in the distance, they heard a voice. Hala? Gigi? Are you out there? Please come home. Please. Please come home. The voice said without any hope. Yo! That sounds like Dad's voice. Dad? Dad, where are you? Hala said, looking around. Hala! Is that you? Oh, oh, follow my voice, my boy. Follow my voice. The voice yelled back. Hala and Gigi started running towards the voice and found their dad at the end of the block. Daddy! Daddy! They both yelled, and they ran into his arms. My babies, <laughs> oh, my sweet, precious babies. I have been worried sick for days. I am so glad to have you home, their dad said with tears in their eyes. Dad, 
We are so sorry we ran off. We were looking for food to bring back home, and then we ran into this mean old lady who had food, and she locked us away, and it was, it was really scary. Gigi started to ramble. It's okay. Listen. Well, yes, I am still very ill. I want you to know. I was able to hire some people to come and work at the shop, and business has been booming. It's back up and running. I never want you two to have to worry about anything. Please do not worry about having to take care of this family. As your dad, that is my job. Trust me. I don't want anything to ever happen to the two of you. We will be all right. I promise, their dad said. We know. We love you, Dad, and again, we are really sorry, Hala said. Oh, don't be sorry. Come on, let's get you two home, their dad said, and the three of them started to walk home. Can we stop past the corner store and get a sandwich, please? Gigi asked. Of course, baby girl. You want something too, Hala? Fries would be good, Hala said. Y'all got it. And they went to the corner store and picked up some food and went home. The twins enjoyed their food and time with their dad. And they never looked back at that house again. The end. Now, for real this time, I'm going to go on a real break, but I'll be back soon. But while I'm on this short hiatus, can you all do me a favor? Can you share this podcast with any and everybody you know that you think might enjoy these stories? I want to get the word out, and I'm just letting you all know that I am getting really, really close to 1 million downloads. So, between you and me, we are on the road to 1 million downloads. Woohoo! So, thank you all for coming along on this ride. I would love to share this show with everybody and anybody who loves amazing and fun, super duper lit stories. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't done so already, can you give a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen? Okay, I'm going to go take a break and I'm going to go write some more stories for you all and I will be back very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye.